0: Hello and welcome to Solid Steps Radio. I am Chad Russell, and that is Kurt Sauter sitting across from me of Further Still Ministries. How are you doing today, Kurt? Doing super. I am really... Doing awesome, Really man. excited about this show today. <laughs> I, I have so had, am I. I have looked forward to this for a long time. A couple, back in June, I had my father on, and we had a real special Father's Day show, and we got to talk to my dad, and, and today we get to turn the tables a little bit, and we get to have... Uh, Uh, your dad on here in a minute, and we're going to talk about uh, growing up on the farm. Now, we just came off of, depending on when this is going to air, and again, this is uh, Solid Steps Radio. We're a show for men by men. We talk about things from a man's perspective, and uh, depending on when you hear this, this may be a podcast you might hear two years from the air date, or you may hear it next week when it airs, whenever it does air, but um, we, uh, we talk about all kinds of different topics, but just recently, as of the taping of the show, we just came off the Kentucky State Fair, and being a born-and-raised city boy myself, uh, there was always this f- – you're, you're, uh, you're a city slicker, I think. I don't think I'm – I, <laughs> I think I'm, the slick is starting to slick out of me. I'm not sure if, I, if I'm qualified as that anymore. But the truth is I, I did was not brought up around a rural uh, – I was a subdivision kid, right? Grow up in the mm-hmm. 70s and, and a subdivision kid. So there was something about going to the state fair that was very intriguing to me uh that was the time once a year i'd see cows and pigs and sheep and all the things that you think of when you think of farm life and so we just came off the farm uh came off the fair this past week and my boys i just had my sixth boy here recently and i took most of my boys out and they love going and seeing and 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 the smell and and I tell you, I always joke when we go home, we gotta get all the fair funk off of us. We gotta wash the fair because you just smell like the fair when you get home, right? I mean and so I'm I'm wheeling through the fair with my stroller trying to avoid the cow patties and everything else. I mean, it's just something about going to the fair for somebody who's not growing up on a farm. Well, today we've got Jerry Souter on, and we're gonna talk to Jerry and Kurt uh, about growing up on a farm and lessons on living on a farm and what that was like growing up and, and a lot of the characteristics of uh, that are really can't not the characteristics aren't lost but the the application of it can be in regards to ha- having a farm lifestyle And so we're going to talk
1: a little bit about that today for this whole show about growing up on a farm. So, you know, Chad, you know, many times, you know, now being a pastor for over 25 years and not being on the farm and raising four kids, I would say so many times, oh my goodness, I want to go back to the farm and get, you know, let my kids experience farm life. Right. Because there's so, there's so much to farm life. So, uh. Dad, welcome to the show. It's great to have you Thank on. You. Thank you. Thank you. So, uh, Okay, so... Um, <laughs> I'm going to take the reins here. A little bit different today because yeah,
0: I'm going to do a little bit more of the question asking today. But, So, Jerry, I, I asked you before, so I just want to make sure you knew. How long you and Peggy been married? 56 years. 50, he knew that right offhand. Right off Peggy, mind. if you're listening to this, he knew right when I asked him <laughs> how long it's been. 57 this December, he said. Yeah. So, yeah. so 56 years uh, married to Peggy. And how many children do you have? We have four. Three boys and a girl. That'd be Kurt, Brad, Trent, Trent. And Kelly. And Kelly. All right. So, and we. I asked you in the beginning, how long had you lived on the farm that you raised them? How long had... How many years?
2: Virtually all my life. I, about five years after we were married, we lived on a different farm. Okay. But other than that, well, I was born and raised on that farm, and we moved off of it two years ago.
0: So what was it? He moved to,
2: he moved to the city. Moved <laughs> to the city. Town of 2,000. Oh, my. Yeah. Wow. big city. <laughs> the big city of 2,000. It's a metropolis of 2,000 people.
0: He gets lost at that second stoplight, right? It's just in so fact, big.
2: In fact, I live where our home sets. I farmed that ground for almost forty years wow. now, now it's a subdivision
0: now it's developed huh? mm-hmm. yeah. so you, so since 1950 is that right you were lived on a farm since 1950 up until a couple years ago uh, on on the farm that on, you on the farm yeah yeah. Th- yeah yeah so the farm you grew up on, your dad that was his farm as
2: well it was right? his farm yeah my it was my grandpa's farm too. okay, so it goes back three generations it goes back oh yeah. Generation. yeah okay
1: so so right now it was my my great grandpa yeah then my grandpa. Then my dad and now my nephew lives on that farm. Okay, so mm-hmm. it's been
0: in the family for four generations now. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: How many acres was it?
0: It was 240
2: acres to start out with. Now I say where? Where was this located? Just south of this big city of Tremont, <laughs> 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 Illinois, <laughs> right, by the way. right out right outside Peoria, Illinois, about but,
1: 20 mm-hmm. minutes, 25 minutes from Peoria, Illinois. So I'm geographically illiterate. Where is that in, in the Central state of
2: Illinois? Illinois? Right, Central, in, the right me- in the middle. Central. Right yep. in the middle of the state. Yep
0: plains flat yep flat mm-hmm, as a pancake flat, yep. is that right mm-hmm. so 240 acres is that what you said mm-hmm, a yeah. flat ground yeah no trees no anything it was no all, trees man no. so what was the original purpose of that for your great for your grandfather what was the original purpose what did he purchase it for uh, the, the price you mean for farming
2: purposes he owned a farm north of tremont in yep. morton and he traded it to come down to Tremont, and why I really don't know, but this and it was this was right uh, before the depression, mm. And in 1924 is when he bought the farm, and in 29 when the depression hit, why uh, he had a lot of debt on the farm, mm. but my dad had had two bo- there were three boys, my dad had two brothers, and my dad stayed home and helped Grandpa on the farm. The two boys got work on construction. And everything went in the pot to help Grandpa from losing the farm because there were a lot of farms at that time mm. that pe- people lost. I mean, they, they just couldn't make the payments. Yeah. And uh, what was he? What was he producing? What was he growing? What was he farming? He, he it was. He had some milk cows and but horses. Grandpa used to, and that's another thing that saved him during the depression. He would go out and buy horses. and He'd get a whole carload train car load of horses bought and he sold them to the chicago transit Hmm. and he uh he made enough then to make the farm payments Hmm. and my dad used to complain that you 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 work work with horses you you break a horse so to speak they so that they uh will work and do the work you want them to do they mind they mind so they would (laughs) mind and and dad would get them broke just the way he wanted them and grandpa would find somebody that wanted a good horse and he could make a dollar on it, he'd sell it. Yeah, so you had to do whatever it took at that time. You had to do what it took. If you didn't, why? Because the neighbor right next door, they lost their farm. Mm. There were several farms around there. They they just went back to the bank because they couldn't make the payments. I saw a documentary on the
0: depression. It was, it's even worse than what we understand it. Mm -hmm, It was. To have to live through that. So, uh, survived the depression, made it through. Made it through. And uh what was the plan then when when grandpa made it through what what your dad what is what was his plans with the farm?
2: Well, he actually rented another farm after he got married and lived on that for a few years and then my grandpa retired and then my dad moved back on this on this farm. Okay. And uh and farmed it until well, I started renting it from him in 1966. I guess is when I so you took over the farm then from your father yeah, in 1966. In 1966, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And so, I,
0: what was your product or what what did you grow then? What was your farming?
2: We raised corn and beans, and we raised well. We back then already we raised seed corn. That's the production seed for what the farm other uh, farmers far, far uh, plant next year. Then, mm-hmm. and uh, but now. We raise, we raise a lot of pumpkins now. In fact, uh, we live close to Morton, which is the pumpkin capital of the world. <laughs> <laughs> you're making that up and you're pulling no, my leg. No, no I'm the not. city slicker's leg. <laughs> no, I'm not. 80, 80, about 90% of the pumpkins that are raised in the country are raised... Right around our, <laughs>
1: <laughs> I'm going to take your word for it. I'm going to okay. look that up. <laughs> All right, you look that up. <laughs> so we 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 raise, uh, you know. I mean, I say we. Now I'm not on. So the farm let me anymore. ask you though,
0: when you how old were you then? When you 1966, were you? How, I'm doing the math. Oh, I was a little boy. Okay. I was just a little guy. Okay. I was three years old. All right. yeah, yeah.
1: So so today they wa- You know, they raise mostly corn, soybeans, and pumpkins. And uh, and then, you know, growing up, they, they don't have any cattle now, but for all my growing up, you know, all, all we, yeah, had we, always light, had we had cattle. livestock. We always, we always, had, always have cattle. had cattle.
0: Mm-hmm. Did, did you all, let me ask you, did you know the year ahead? Like, when did you make a change and say, hey, next year we're going to do corn or we're not going to do that, we're going to do this? When did you make those decisions about what you were going to grow?
2: Well, we were kind of on a rotation. We would raise, on a given field, we'd raise two years of corn and one year of beans and one year of oats back then, But now it's pretty much rotated corn one year, beans the next year.
0: Is that because the <laughs> ground would produce it and that's why you
2: rotate it because it was good for the ground? It's, it's good for the ground and you get diseases and things like in beans. Mm-hmm. If you raise beans continually, you get disease and they don't do as good. So if you rotate them, hmm. it does it better. See, I, I, like pumpkins, we only raise those on a piece of ground every four years. Mm -hmm. You raise them more than that; they don't do good.
0: Is that right? See, Mm -hmm. I I, I would. I just thought you just lay pumpkins down every year and you just grow them every year. No,
2: No. it don't work that way. So
1: Mm -hmm. they're constantly rotating as much as they can rotate. You try to rotate. Try to rotate it. Yeah.
0: And we were just talking before the the show here about you never walk into a grocery store. I say never. When was the last time, listeners, you walked into a grocery store and they didn't have any greens, carrots, potatoes, strawberries, bananas? they're they're there all the time all the time how many Mm -hmm. times have you walked up to go get a gallon of milk take your pick skim 2% whole milk how many times have you ever walked up and there was never any milk the amount of time energy and we're gonna talk more about that over the next hour to, to farm it's just incredible and the characteristics and the character that comes from being on a farm which is what we're going to talk about the rest of the show it's just life lessons that are invaluable and uh, so we're going to take a break, and we're going to come back, and we're going to talk to Jerry and Kurt about growing up on a farm and farm life and, and lessons learned on the farm. So we'll take a break and be back shortly on Solid Steps Radio. Welcome back to our second segment of Solid Steps Radio. We're talking to Jerry Salter today, and he is a, he was and is a farmer And uh, we're talking about life uh, on a farm growing (laughs) up with Kurt and his family and what it was like uh, to be the son of a farmer. And uh, if you look like your carpet in your living room has been through a farm and animals have run through it and it needs to be changed, you need to go to Carol Rogers Carpet One and get some new carpet, new flooring, uh, Ellen and Credit Union, and Bright Star Home Care. They are the sponsors of our show. We're very thankful for them to be the sponsors and partner up with us. And uh, on the break, we were talking, Jerry, about – uh, pumpkin farming, and I again, I, <laughs> I feel like a city boy getting taken uh, advantage of here, but he tells me, you tell me, that <laughs> 90% of the pumpkins in America come from in or around Morton, Illinois. That's right. And you grow pumpkins in Trenton? Tre- Tremont. 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 Illinois. Uh-huh. And you say 10 miles down the road, you take all of your, your
1: pumpkins and you take them down mm-hmm. To
0: Morton, and then that's where they kind of
1: goes yeah. out to America from there. How much? And they have so, they have so many pumpkins. They have a pumpkin festival well,
2: every every year. Yeah,
0: of course, they do. <laughs> I bet you the whole term. Does anybody have any pumpkin pie? Is just like well, yeah. Oh, got they, pumpkin, they, they have
2: pumpkin ice cream. They have all, everything. They make out of pumpkins there back there. Then oh my goodness, <laughs> everything's orange. So okay, again, <laughs> I'm
0: trying to wrap my city boy brain around. I'll go to the grocery store and and grab a can of pumpkin puree or or I'll go out to the uh, pumpkin selling out in front of Kroger. How do you get a pumpkin from the moment you put it in the ground to the time you take it off? Tell me about growing pumpkins. How much land did you fill growing
2: pumpkins? How much land did you use? We use about 300 acres of our land that we raise pumpkins on. And that's rotated
1: every year. It's never, you know, um, it's never the same like this 40 acres or this 80 acres has pumpkins this year. But next year it will not be pumpkins. But you'll
0: you'll move it to another set of another another another, field that will
1: that will become pumpkins. Okay. so
0: we were trying I was trying to wrap my very small mind about how many pumpkins you produce. How, How does the production what's it look like?
2: for this year you mean yeah yeah they they look good i think they're going to be an average crop we hope to raise 25 tons per acre 25 tons <laughs> by the way if you're not keeping score <coughs> at home a
0: ton is 2000 pounds you're talking about 50 thousand p- pounds mm-hmm. of pumpkin a pumpkin an acre for an acre, acre. <laughs> how many does that, can you even count how many pumpkins that is it's oh, a lot and, and, you, yeah. no you and can't,
1: can't right? it's 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 it, it, boatloads yeah so, so literally what, what happens is uh, they you come in with a huge semi yeah and they're they're kind of scooped up and um almost like elevated up in and dumped into, into this the truck s, into this semi mm. and then they're hauled to the to the plant man oh man yeah and It's so it's a lot of pumpkins
0: how far in advance from the time you have a pumpkin do you pluck pumpkins? What do you, do? you pick a <laughs> pumpkin. From the time you pick a pumpkin and it goes off to the pumpkin capital of the world, yeah. <laughs> how long does it take from the time you start to the time that pumpkin's ready to be picked? How long does when it take? When we plant it, you yeah, mean? Yeah. From,
2: we, we plant the pumpkins around the middle of May. Okay. So it and takes from May to the... To about fall. now. They're, they're starting to harvest them. They're harvesting them now. Okay. Mm-hmm. So from
1: May to September... What, what, talk talk about the process. How do you decide? You know what the fa- the favorite part of of raising pumpkins is? Walk. It's called walking pumpkins. <laughs> yeah. and you're like, well, what is walking pumpkins?" I am asking that. And so so that? I'll, I'll I'll tell Dad. I say, "You walking pumpkins?" You know, and um, it's you you're walking out the out through the field. And what are you doing, Dad? Cutting the weeds out. Mm.
0: That sounds like some work. <laughs>
1: yeah, it is. <laughs> you want to teach kids how to work. Take them out, walk
0: the pumpkins. pumpkins. So let we're going to talk about we're going to talk about a couple of things today. Work being one of them. In the next segment, we're mm-hmm. going to probably talk about it. we're going to talk about it throughout the rest of the sec- show. But that's a whole segment we going to talk about working on the farm. But I cannot imagine how much work it takes to get the ground ready, plant the seed, walk the pumpkins, mm-hmm. do all of those things. There's a chance you could spend hundred I don't even know hundreds of thousands of dollars. Tens of thousands of dollars, whatever it costs, to buy seed, f- work, pay farmhands, mm-hmm.
1: the tractors, tractors, the equipment. All equipment. of that
0: you could spend, and it could be a bust. Has that mm-hmm. ever happened?
2: Yes. Two years ago, normally we, we try to raise 25 tons per acre. Yeah. Two years ago, it was so wet, we got 12. One field made 8 ton per acre. Whew. We don't make anything then. Yikes. I mean, it's just no what's a break even oh probably about
0: 20 ton so you kind of do 20 tons per acre to, to break even yeah about yeah mm-hmm.
2: that so, makes my mind hurt so so it. so
1: literally chad <laughs> when you when you are on the farm if you're a person of faith you you pray and you say lord we we, we that, need a in, in 1988 when i left the farm that was, the, that was the year of the big drought and the crops made a third to half of what they would normally, what we normally need to make. Mm-hmm. And um, you, you're just barely trying to scrape by. I, I just vividly remember that because that's the year I left the farm to go into ministry to go, go to school. And, and so, but you, you grow up praying like crazy, saying, Lord, we need the rain two years ago it rained too much lord we need to cut we need okay, to we need cut to, back we need to cut back a little bit lord <laughs> man, oh man. Um, but i can vividly remember when i'm a 10 year old kid and we need the crops needed the rain and uh we'd pray as a family and then it started to rain hmm. and I'd, I'd, I'd see dad look up to heaven and say, thank you lord hmm. Um, because you you can do all the right things. You can plant the best seed, put all the best fertilizer, take care of it in the best way, but if it doesn't rain... If it
2: don't rain, we're... You you literally have we're no control. Mercy. Yeah, you have. You, yeah. Yeah. So when,
1: when we hear mercy. a city slicker um, talking about complaining about the rain, you know, uh, uh, you know, oh, it's raining on the weekend, and, and you know, and we're like, no, nah, we need the
2: rain.
0: We? See, we tell our kids sometimes <laughs> somewhere there's a farmer doing a dance in that rain. Cause yeah. That. Go ahead.
2: Because we farmers like we, we like to see rain on the weekend. Mm-hmm. And Why I is that? Well, because we don't we don't work on Sunday anyway, <laughs> and and uh, so we if it rains on sunday and then by monday or tuesday then we can go back in the fields and do our work yeah but if it rains on monday tuesday wednesday and thursday and then we've got lots of farm work to do very rarely i don't believe that we should work on sunday god said to take seventh day and rest right and uh we I, I don't say we never have, sure. but normally we don't work on Sunday.
1: Once we, in a while, a mule falls in the ditch yeah. and you got to work on Sunday. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, once in
0: a while. <laughs> I, the mule, I'm not going to say who the mule in the room might <laughs> be. <laughs> so let me ask you this, Jerry. I, I'm trying to do the math. After decades of farming, do you, did you ever get to the point where you like, where you thought to yourself, God, you have taken care of me these other decades. I'm not going to worry at all whether it's going to rain. Or did you still, in the back of your in mind? In the
2: back what? of my mind, because I'm still involved with the farm. Yeah. I helped my my son farm. Yeah. and Yeah, I, I still... Still that little bit of angst It, there, it right? is. Yeah. It really is. Yeah. yeah, You know, we farmers watch the... I mean, once a farmer, you're always a farmer just about. Yeah. You watch the weather because right. it's really important. I mean, I feel these people down in Texas right now flooding away that's mm. that's terrible you know their whole they're losing mm. crops they're losing cattle and it's it's a terrible thing
0: so let me ask you this <laughs> you um the the amount of the years the decades of farming you've been farming for 70 basically your whole life yeah okay mm-hmm. um how many years did you th- was it a bust was there years that you said we Pro- totally busted this year?
2: Probably 88 was the only year that we really, was really
0: a bust. So I'm doing the math here. <laughs> there was one year in almost seven decades of farming that was a that, bust?
2: But we live in a pretty good area, in, yeah. in right in the middle of the state of Illinois. Right. Where, and you don't have to go uh, 30 miles southwest of us. It. It's sandy ground. Mm-hmm. Now, they are irrigating now, but prior to irrigation... They you know, they might get two crops out of five, out mm. of five years, Yikes. and they'd burn up. they just burn up and didn't get anything. You had some good soil. Yeah, we have good soil. We have good, heavy soil.
0: I can't—do you look back now after 70-plus years and think what a blessing it was to have to— con- to, to rely upon all those years of, of God's provision. Now that you look back and you think only one year it didn't and all the other years he did, I mean, you've got to reflect on that and think what a blessing that was.
2: It was been, we've been very well blessed. Yes, yes. I, when I think about that, it... it uh, the,
0: the amount of times you had to plant something and knowing, no. man, is it going yeah. to crop yeah. up? And
2: it's, we have had cro- years when we had to replant the crop right. where we got too much rain, it didn't come up, and then you'd have to wait and, and replant it. Yeah. But, but there always why it would. We still had a good crop, and that's a small window though. You have to do that. Mm-hmm. Yes. I yep. mean,
0: before you say, "Hey, we got to redo this." I mean, mm-hmm. that, I would think you have to do it. Have you ever been in one of those things where you were literally up to the hour? And say, "Look, if we don't, if this doesn't happen by four o'clock this morning or five o'clock this morning, we have to make a decision. We've got to do something." Did, do you? Did you ever have up to the minute?
2: Well. Ping? We've had up to the day where like, we raise seed corn, and sometimes we have what they call a delayed male or female, and they say, if you don't get it planted by tomorrow, forget it. We're going to abandon the field. Yikes. We had that happen two years ago. Is that right? Yes. Well, uh-huh. i tell you what. We're
0: going to take a break. <clears throat> we're going to come back, talk more with Jerry and Kurt about life on the farm, faith on the farm. We're going to talk about work on the farm, and we're going to talk about maybe how some of the things that we as city selectors who don't grow up on the farm, how we can use these things to— these characteristics to teach our kids uh, about uh, what it is to to be a man growing up. So we're going to take a break on Solid Steps Radio.